Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Ottawa, Canada with my new friend Megan Renault of OttawaRiverLifestyle.com. Megan met her partner while traveling and moved to Ottawa to be with him. She loves the green space and all the city's outdoor activities. In this episode, we talk about eating taffy in the snow at the Winterlude Festival, taking a redo uh, canal cruise, and eating beaver tails. You'll hear about these three fun stories and so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Ottawa. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns to start saving today. Hey, Megan, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So today we're talking about a city uh, in Canada called Ottawa. And as a sports fan, one of the only things I know about Ottawa is one, that it's cold and two, that there's hockey. I know we got to learn a lot today about (laughs) Ottawa that goes well beyond that. Yes, and I, I will say our hockey team, the Senators, have not been doing so great the last while. So maybe we don't focus on the hockey team, but I will say Ottawa is a very diverse city and there is so much to do in the city no matter what you're into. Fantastic. So what brought you to the city? So actually, my partner brought me to the city. He is born and raised Ottawa and we did the whole long distance thing for a while and then I moved here for him and we're living together and everything here. And I mean, now I can't imagine living anywhere else. Like it has completely become my home. And I've, I feel like I'm just the ultimate Ottawa local. I'm constantly exploring. So it's been fun. That's for sure. Well, that's awesome. You assimilated and now you're like, now you're one of them, right? Yes. Yes. Now I'm a pro. (laughs) (laughs) So if you had to describe the city or the people in just one or two words, how would you do that? So the word I would use is community. There really is a beautiful community and tie within the city of Ottawa. It is a big city. It's over a million people. And geographically speaking, it is a very large city as well. Like it it takes up a lot of space. But even online and with your neighbors, like everyone is really supportive. They want to support local businesses. They want to support you. And people are just like really friendly. And maybe because it's a government town as well, people kind of are like that polite politically correct kind of <laughs> kind of way of being so everyone's just pretty friendly and like that stereotypical friendly Canadian I would say you definitely find that community aspect in Ottawa right on that sounds really awesome yeah. so for the people that aren't familiar with Ottawa obviously Canada's in the north of the United States but where is Ottawa so Ottawa is the capital of the country and it is located in the province of Ontario, which is more um, east and center of the country. So, I mean, similar to the United States as well, every state or every province in Canada that you go to, it has a completely different feel. Like they're almost their own mini countries, I guess you would say, right? Like different cultures and different atmospheres. We're kind of like 
I would say Northeast in Ontario. We're right next to Quebec. So from my house, I can literally drive to Quebec in about 10 minutes. Oh, wow. So it's, it's very cool. The Ottawa River actually borders between Ottawa and Quebec. We're right there. So it's amazing to also have that culture because it's a whole different atmosphere in Quebec as well. So I think that's partly why Ottawa is so diverse. And, you know, we are a bilingual country, but you definitely feel that here in Ottawa as well. Yeah, one of the things I learned a long time ago, and I, I think it still applies now, is that on all packaging, I think it's a law that it has to be both in English and French. Is that correct? Yeah, you'll see that everywhere from street signs, even in like your vehicles, like anything cautionary, any small print, it's English and French anywhere you go in the country. Other places in the country aren't as bilingual. Like I don't speak French. I took it in grade school and high school. It's mandatory to learn it when you're going to school. But then you, I mean, you drive over into Quebec, it's right there. So you definitely feel the French when you drive over there. And then there's limited English. So you need to, you need to know your basic French, I would say. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. One of the things I know is that it's cold, Uh, (laughs) but we need to expand on that. What's the weather like throughout the year? So it really ranges. I would say there's a 60 plus degree Celsius difference throughout the year. So if you're coming in the middle of the summer, July and August, it could be over 30 degrees Celsius, which would be near 100 degrees Fahrenheit. But then if you're coming more January, February time of year, that's when it gets into the negatives and you get sometimes with the wind chill negative 30 or even close to negative 40 degrees Celsius, which is still the negatives in Fahrenheit too. So it is definitely cold. Yikes. Yeah. When I moved here to Nashville, I I started getting into the teens sometimes during the wintertime. And the California boy in me still wants to wear like flip-flops with my jeans. That would not go over well in uh, in Canada, I, I presume. Oh, no. It's it's already cooling down here. So there's a couple days recently it's gotten to zero degrees. I already am kind of getting my fall coat. Going to have to get the winter coat soon. So you need a variety of clothing if you're living in Ottawa because you experience it all. That's for sure. I'm sure with the changing of the weather, there's certain like festivals that occur like in the summer and in the fall and the wintertime based on just the calendar. So what are some of those festivals? So it is a very seasonal city. Things change throughout the year, probably because the weather changes so much. So not even just festivals, but there's a lot of different activities depending on the season. As we're coming to an end in fall, like in September, you can go apple picking and you can go to different apple orchards and pick your fresh apples and bring them home and there's apple cider. And then you get into October where there's pumpkin farms. You can go to the different pumpkin patches, pick pumpkins. We have a lot going on, I would say more in the winter, probably us just accepting and really wanting to enjoy those cold months. So coming up, there are going to be a lot of different like Christmas light shows and light displays throughout the year, depending on different holidays or different times of year. There's always light shows actually on the Parliament building as well. So you can sit on Parliament Hill and see these really cool interactive light displays all over the building and the Peace Tower, which is really beautiful. Some of our biggest festivals, I would say, though, is Winterlude that happens every year in February, usually mid-February for a few weeks. It's cold, but it definitely brings a crowd. And there's a lot of, I would say, stereotypical winter Canadian things to do, so Either if you're, you know, eating taffy on snow or you're, you know, tubing down a giant snowy ice hill and (laughs) watching ice sculptures being carved, that all happens during winter loot. So that is kind of, I would say, the big one and a very big tourist attraction every year in Ottawa. That sounds like a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of uh, having to shovel snow every day, uh, so I wouldn't want to live there, I think. But I love actually visiting places that have snow, and it's just so much the fun uh, to, to play in the snow and, and experience things like Winterloo. I think that would be awesome to go check out. Yeah, it's definitely, if you want the real Canadian winter vibes, I would say Winterloo is for you. It's kind of a must visit. Wow, that's awesome. So let's take a step back for a second. For the people that are listening that want to plan a trip to Ottawa, uh, where do we fly into and then how do we get around? So Ottawa does have the main airport, the Ottawa International Airport. Probably if you're coming from the States, I would say, or anywhere in Europe, presumably you're going to fly into Toronto Airport first, and then it's just a one-hour flight from Toronto to Ottawa. From there at the Ottawa Airport, you can actually take a city bus into the city centre or you can rent a car if you'd like, or also you can just get like an Uber or a taxi as well. Okay. Yeah. So there's uh, plenty of options and ranging from economical with the bus all the way to a little bit more expensive if you're, if you're getting your own car. Yeah. And it's not too far. The airport from the city center, it's not a crazy drive. Like your Uber might cost you 30 or $40 depending on, you know, surge time of year, that sort of thing. So it's not crazy for the one-way trip. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. I think that's kind of like a norm for most places, about 30 bucks or, or whatever for, for an Uber to get from the airport to the city. And in Canadian dollars. So for you, it'd be even less technically. <laughs> hey, we like that. <laughs> exactly, yes. Say we take the, the bus or the Uber or whatever to get into the city. Once we're there, do we need to rent a car or is it better just to take public transportation and, and, or walk around? So I would say it depends what you had in mind for your visit and also how long you're staying. So if you want to focus primarily on the city center, maybe you're only here for a weekend, a long weekend, you don't need to rent a car. So not only do we have the OC Transpo, which is our bus system, just actually last fall in 2019, they got this, uh, it's called the LRT. So it's a light rail train. So it's kind of like a subway, but it's above ground. And there's these big hubs. So it can take you downtown to different parts, the center town and a few different neighborhoods. So you can definitely rely on public transport in that case, maybe an Uber if you want to go somewhere a little further. But if you're doing more exploring, if you want to go into Quebec, for example, or if you wanted to, you know, look at the outskirts of Ottawa, go to some small towns surrounding Ottawa, I would recommend renting a car. Okay. So yeah, maybe if you, like you said, if you're there for like a week or something, maybe you use public transportation and Ubers for the majority of the time, but you concentrate those activities in one or two days where you rent a car and then just kind of go out and explore outside the city. And that way you're, you're concentrating it in those one or two days, saving some little bit of money that way. Yes, exactly. But with all the different neighborhoods in Ottawa, it is very friendly for you to walk around. So, I mean, if you're wandering around downtown or in the different neighborhoods that surround downtown, you can definitely just wander around. And then you also see a lot more, maybe see a restaurant or a shop that you didn't know was there. So I always just recommend wandering if you can. <laughs> and then if, if we're going to take like the, the light rail or the, like the bus, is it a daily pass or is, are there passes you can get maybe to save a little bit of money on, on a multi-day pass? Yes, there are a couple different options. So you can, of course, do just the one-way trip if that was something that you, all that you needed, I guess. There's a variety of options where you can get a two-day pass, a five-day pass, a seven-day pass. So you can definitely look at it depending on the duration of your stay. Okay. And then, so when we're thinking of where we're going to stay while we're there, are there certain areas that maybe we should stay as far as that they are closer to all the attractions or maybe some hotels are just really iconic that when you come, you just really have to stay at a really fun place like that? Yeah, we do have some pretty iconic hotels downtown. 
I would strongly recommend staying downtown because there is a lot that you can walk around to see and do. And that's probably primarily where you're going to be, especially as a tourist. So it's kind of the, the most within a confined area. So kind of the epitome of where you would want to stay in Ottawa is the Chateau Laurier, which is a Fairmont hotel. So it's actually referred to as Ottawa's castle. It does look like a castle in the middle of downtown. It is unbelievably beautiful. It has fine dining restaurants, a beautiful patio overlooking the Rideau Canal. Like it is kind of one of those like high end fancier hotels I would stay. But if you can stay there, it is the epitome of staying in Ottawa. We also have a beautiful hotel called the Andaz Hotel, which is located in the Byward Market. That's a downtown square. It has Ottawa's tallest rooftop patio. So if you go up to the 16th floor, whether you're a guest or not, they have this beautiful patio that overlooks the Byward Market. And you can kind of have your drink outside, overlook the market, see Parliament in the distance. So it's really just a beautiful space also. Oh, that sounds really fun. My daughter's right now, she's five, into all the princess stuff. I think that would be pretty awesome to take her there and and stay at the Fairmont because that's almost like a dream come true for for little girls, right? Yeah, she would love it, I would say. And also they have a high tea experience at one of the restaurants. So you could kind of have like that fancy tea experience as well that she would probably enjoy also. Oh, that's really cool. So now we figured out where we're going to, where we're staying, you know, how to get around. What are some of the things that are like can't miss things to do while we're in Ottawa? So again, because it's a very seasonal city, it really depends on the time of year that you're visiting, what a must do is. So if you're here during Winterlude or in the winter in general, you're going to want to do all those experiences, including skating on the Rideau Canal. The Rideau Canal is this waterway canal that goes through the city of Ottawa, and it's actually referred to as the longest skating rink in the world, outdoor skating rink. So it usually freezes in January, and then you can just bring your skates, go to the canal, rent them there if you need to, and skate for kilometers on end. So it's Kind of an epic thing to do to skate on the canal. Yeah, well, for me, I think it'd be, I I would get tired of falling down. (laughs) Yeah, there's that too. I mean, you know, not everyone can skate, but you can rent them there too. And even some people, if you just want to see it, you can actually go walk on the canal on the ice if you just kind of want to experience it. So there's always that too. And then it's fun because in the summer, the same canal, there's actually Rideau Canal cruises during the summer. So it's kind of a historic cruise. You enjoy the beautiful water and the outdoors. And then it also tells you some history about Ottawa and what to do in the city, everything like that. You're going to want to come and see Parliament. It is a beautiful building and one of those historic buildings in Canada. Canada is not a very old country, relatively speaking. So the fact that Ottawa has some of these old historic buildings and our parliament is here, it's kind of an amazing thing to see. It really is a a beautiful area. I would also recommend getting a beaver tail while you're here. So a beaver tail is a dessert. It's like this uh, fried dough dessert and they have different toppings that put on top. The most traditional would be a sugar and cinnamon topping and maybe put some lemon on it. So it's basically just delicious fried dough, but it is something that originated in Ottawa and it's a very Canadian thing to eat, I would say. We actually had one of those when we were in Montreal uh, at uh, Mont Tremblant for a snowboard trip with Icon. And they're actually, they're really delicious. In Philly, they have the fried dough over there, but you guys have taken it to like a whole nother level with like all the toppings. It just makes it just so much more delicious. 
Yeah, definitely you have your options. So, you know, there's chocolatey hazelnut ones if you're really into chocolate. There's so many different toppings now. So yeah, it's it's expanded over Canada, but it did originate in Ottawa. So that's a pretty cool thing too. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, speaking of, of eating, what are some of the things we should do as far as like different restaurants and maybe different cuisine that's there in, in Ottawa? So Ottawa is very multicultural. Depending what you enjoy to eat, you can definitely find it here in Ottawa. So anything from a dive bar, classic Irish pub to a fine dining experience, you can definitely find that here. I have so many favorites. It's kind of hard to narrow it down. And a lot of them are all over the city from east to west. So so it depends if you're visiting, if you're going to enjoy that or not. My favorite Indian cuisine is Taj Indian Cuisine. It's located in the west end of the city. It's family run. It's been in the city for over 30 years. And the food is just so heartwarming and delicious. So that's somewhere I definitely like to go. There's a restaurant called Umbrella Bar where we have southern fried food. And it also has this beautiful outdoor patio that overlooks Dow's Lake where you can rent kayaks and boats. So it's a cool atmosphere as well as good food. If you're in the Byward Market Square and you're downtown, you can go to Play Food and Wine, which is a little more high-end fine dining. And it's these little tapa style plates where they can pair it with different wines and different cocktails for you. So that's pretty fun. And also side door restaurant in the Byward Market. That's a nice sit-down dinner, and they're known for their like specialty taco apps. So that's a fun idea, too. They can't go wrong with tacos. Yeah, you really can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're looking for like a place to go get breakfast before we head out for the day, where should we go for that? So if you're downtown, what I would recommend for breakfast is going either to Zach's Diner or the Elgin Street Diner. One is located in the Byward Market, and there's also two that are on Elgin Street, which is a popular street downtown as well with a lot of shops and restaurants. It's one of those kind of like old school, iconic Ottawa places. It's just simple diner food, whether you want breakfast or lunch, but everyone loves it and it's breakfast all day long. And basically, if you live in Ottawa, you have to go to Zach's. It's almost like something you have to do. Yeah, I twist my arm because I like me some pancakes. So that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Say like my wife and I come up there for a trip just by ourselves and we want to head out to like a really cool bar. Where should we go for that? So one of the places I think is really cool in the city is the Chateau Lafayette in the Byward Market. Or if you're a local, you call it the Laugh. It's just off of York Street, right in the center of downtown. And it's actually the oldest bar in Ottawa. So it has a lot of cool history. It's known that, you know, a prime minister or two has enjoyed a drink there. And kind of the thing to do if you want to go to the laugh is actually order a quart of beer. If you order it, prepare to be drinking a lot of beer. It's kind of a giant bottle of beer. (laughs) I think it's just an Ontario thing, to be honest. I haven't seen it anywhere else. But you just order this like giant beer. That's the thing to do. And if you're there on a Saturday around 4 p.m., You can always watch Lucky Ron play. He's not the most talented musician, but he has definitely a following in the city. And he plays some like old school country and honky tonk favorites. So you show up around 4 p.m. You honestly don't know when he's going to be there exactly. It's always on Lucky Ron time. And there's very cool things the audience kind of gets into it. So you're just drinking your beer, eating some pub food, 
singing along with a crazy loud audience. It's a really fun experience. That sounds incredible. I got a huge smile on my face right now. Just I've been missing going out and actually seeing people because obviously right now we're recording this during coronavirus. So we don't get an opportunity to go do things like that. And so just thinking of that, I'm like picturing it in my mind. Like how awesome would that be right now? Yeah, I'm actually picturing the last time I was there and I'm like, darn, that was a lot of fun. I wish I could do that this weekend. (laughs) Fingers crossed we'll be able to do that soon. Yes, agreed. (laughs) So again, say my wife and I are there. We go out to uh, eat a nice dinner. Maybe we're at side door or or play food and wine. Maybe we want to go out after that and do a little dancing or just something a little bit more romantic. Just the two of us. Where would we do that? The Byward Market is definitely where a lot of the nightlife would be. So if you just wander around the market, especially during the summer, their patios extend out. So you can kind of judge where the most music and the most energy is coming from. One of my personal favorites is actually not downtown. It's a seafood restaurant called Elmdale Tavern, and it's in the neighborhood called Westboro. So their specialties are seafood. It's kind of this old pub vibe, but they have, you know specialty oyster nights and things like that. And then on Saturday nights, it turns into this almost club atmosphere. They move all the table and chairs out of the way. They just play music. You can dance all over the place. So it's kind of a fun night out if you want to dance. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, because you know, when you have kids, there's not a lot of opportunity to go out and and have a little bit of fun. So, you know, sometimes when we go on vacation without them, we, we try to maximize it as much as we can. Yeah, that's definitely fair. And I will say if it's just an adult group coming to Ottawa, if you're going to be hitting up different bars, you want to do a little bit of an explore down Elgin Street. There are different iconic bars and you can go from a cocktail bar to a pub to a sit down restaurant all within this one area. So whatever you're feeling, you can probably find it on Elgin Street. Oh, that sounds really cool. One last question before we go into the final countdown. I was looking at some different things to do that are a little bit outside of the city. And there was two that I saw that seems like really cool. One was called Park Omega and the other one is Spa Nordique. Yes. So those are actually two of my favorite things. Not something you're going to do all the time, but they're both actually located in Quebec. Really easy to get to if you have a car from Ottawa. Spa Nordique is actually the largest Nordique spa in North America. It is pretty iconic. You can spend all day there and there's no clocks. So you completely like lose track of time. And you just hop from sauna to, you know, floating in a salt bath to a steam room to a different steam room to different hot tubs indoor and outdoor. It's just a very relaxing experience. You can get massages if you'd like, or you can just float around and hop around the pools. You can also, you know, enjoy a meal wearing your bathrobe. So they have really good fine dining restaurants and you just walk around with your bathrobe and you're all cozy (laughs) and you can get a cocktail and sit in one of their like lagoon pools with your cocktail. It's honestly such a fun experience. I highly recommend that if you're in the area and you're able to do that, whether you're a spa person or not, because just the atmosphere, especially if you go in the winter, if there's like a little bit of snow on the ground and you're sitting in a hot tub, there's the Gatineau Hills nearby and just this rocky terrain. It is honestly a gorgeous spot to be. That sounds amazing. I need a, I need a massage right about now. So I, I may be booking my trip right now. No, honestly, I would I would come just for that. It is a spa experience like you will never experience anywhere else. I can definitely recommend. And then if you go to Park Omega, that one's a little bit further. It's actually located in Montebello, Quebec, which is almost an hour away from Ottawa. But it is a very cool experience. It's almost um, like this nature reserve. And they do drive-through experiences where you stay in your car. And you drive through um, this kind of, 
outlined map and you are passing all these different animals, deer, boars, you're going to see like buffalo in the distance. There's foxes, wolves. You're not feeding the wolves, just saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, might be, that might be a little uh, too adventurous. Yes, but like the deer and boars, for example, if you bring just any type of carrots and have them in your car, they come right up to your car. They will take selfies with you. They're right up in your face and they just want to get fed. So they're very cute. It's such a fun experience. And while you're actually at Park Omega, that's kind of like the basic thing you would do, drive around, feed the animals, look at the animals. But they have um, options to actually like stay overnight. There's this wolf night lodge. So you can actually kind of sleep with the wolves and see them in the morning through the windows when you wake up. They have like snowshoeing, little huts where you can get poutine and different kind of stereotypical Canadian food. So that's also a really cool experience as well. That sounds amazing. I love those unique experiences like that. Yes, it's definitely unique. It's time for the final countdown. So if somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Ottawa, where should they go and what should they eat? So I do have to say to just stay very stereotypical Canadian with it, you need to get a poutine. If you don't know what a poutine is, it's something that actually originated in Quebec. And it's French fries with cheese curds and gravy. It's honestly one of my favorite meals and you can get it all across the city. I would recommend getting it from a food truck. So whether you're in the West End, you can go to a place called Pong's Poutine. That's a really good one. If you're wandering around the Byward Market, you can go to Sasha's Poutine off of York Street. And it is just like this hole in the wall looking place. But the poutine is superb. I will definitely say that. And you can also find it in different pubs across the city as well. I would finish it off with a beaver tail, as we discussed before, for dessert. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually introduced my son to poutine when we were there at, at Mont Tremblant, and yeah, he loved it. At first, at first, like he saw it, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know, like, what you're doing to me, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> and then once he like bit into it, I said, "Okay, just take a bite. Like, all you gotta do is take a bite." And when he did that, yeah, he was he was sold. Yeah, it's one of those things that we grow up with it, right? Like, poutine is sold everywhere so we don't think it's weird but you're like yeah cheese curds and gravy with fries okay that's different but (laughs) it is delicious i'm not gonna lie right on so ottawa has obviously kind of stolen a place in your heart after moving there i know you have lots of great stories so what's one of your most memorable so one of my most memorable stories is actually when i had friends from out of town visit i love when i can play tourist again in my own city now and kind of show people the highlights in one day They visited actually, um, I think it was early February. So it was before Winterlude, that stuff wasn't going on, but we were able to go skating on the Rideau Canal, which is kind of a bucket list thing if you know about the canal. We went skating, I introduced them to their first beaver tail, so we did get beaver tails as well. And then we walked from the Rideau Canal downtown to Parliament. So we saw Parliament, walked around Parliament Hill. Then we went to the Byward Market, which is very close to Parliament downtown. And we did go to the laugh and we watched Lucky Ron play, had a quart of beer, took pictures in front of the Ottawa sign. That's one of my most cherished memories just because it felt like a very touristy Ottawa day. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, speaking of happy memories, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Ottawa? So if you're a tourist, a very cool area to go for happy hour is Joey Lansdowne or the Craft Beer Market. They're both very close to each other. You could walk within, I would say, a minute or two between the two restaurants. They're a bit south of downtown near the TD Place Stadium, which is actually where our football players play. So it's it's just they have like some fun deals and they have like full menus, both cocktails, beer, 
food. So whether you drink or not, it's definitely a happy hour that you can enjoy. Something that's a little bit more, I'm a big craft brewery fan. Ottawa has some amazing craft breweries and there are three that are all within walking distance that actually have a happy hour. So it's a little bit west of the city in the Hindenburg area, but you can go to Beyond the Pale, Tooth and Nail and Vimy Brewing. They all have happy hour specials for their beer and you can walk between the three as well. That's definitely gonna be on my list. I'm all about checking out those local beers. Yeah, a little bit of a mini brewery crawl. So that's that's a fun thing to do, I would say. Oh, that sounds fun. One of the things I also do when I check out cities is find the, the best place for pepperoni pizza. Where would we go for that in Ottawa? So my personal favorite pizza in the city is from a restaurant called Farinella. It is actually located in our little Italy section and you can order a meter long pizza. So it comes like this long meter long pizza and they have a really good pepperoni, just like standard pepperoni pizza, but they also have a lot of other options that they create. And if you are getting a pizza there, I would also highly recommend finishing it off with a gelato from Farinella as well. That's also delicious. Ooh, that sounds good. And for the people that aren't familiar with the metric system, a meter long pizza is basically gonna be a three foot long pizza. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be a lot of pizza. Bring your friends. You're gonna need, you may need some help finishing it. Yeah, but you know, it's fun. Where else are you gonna get a meter long pizza? I don't know. Absolutely. So I know you travel a lot and uh, obviously an expert on Ottawa and a lot of other cities. What's your best travel tip? So my travel tip, what I love to do is always check different Instagram accounts, Instagram locations and blogs before I visit a location. Then you get a little bit more of hidden insight, find itineraries, see different photos at the same location. So getting like different viewpoints and different angles. So it's always great to like check blogs and Instagrammers just to find those personal experience insights from people who actually live there or have traveled there often. Absolutely. So for the people that maybe aren't familiar with some of the expert features of, of Instagram or some of those advanced features, they would search like a hashtag, right, for Ottawa or something like that. Yeah, you could just search tourism Ottawa, hashtag Ottawa Canada, or search up a specific location like the Byward Market, for example. And then you're going to come across all these different photos, all these different people commenting, putting different captions. So I think just for me, it feels like more personal. And I am on Instagram a lot anyways. So I think it's just something I'm comfortable with. You look up a location or you look up a certain hashtag and you kind of just find all these hidden gems that way, I feel like. Absolutely. And I think also one of the things is follow the visitors bureau or the tourism board for those cities. And they will obviously also give you a lot of the highlights of what's going on in town. So that's another great way of, of finding some of those hidden gems. Definitely. It's like anywhere you go, just talk to the locals. The locals know the locals are going to have different opinions. So if you talk to a few of them, you're going to find something good. That's awesome. So Megan, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. And then if people have more questions about Ottawa or yourself, how can they find you the best way on social media? Yes, you can find me all over social media. So I do content creation, writing, and blogging for Ottawa. So I have created my blog called Ottawa River Lifestyle. So you can find all my information and my actual blog posts at ottawariverlifestyle.com. Um, I'm pretty big on Instagram. I'm on there a lot. So you can always just send me a direct message at Ottawa River Lifestyle. And then you can also find me on Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook. So I'm kind of all over the place. That's fantastic. Well, again, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your amazing tips for Ottawa. We look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate being on the show. What an awesome conversation with Megan. Just thinking about those beaver tails makes my mouth water. 
You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Ottawa. We want to say thank you to Acorns for being today's affiliate partner. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. Plus, you can earn found money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash Acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to Houston, Texas to speak with my new friend Haley Fountain of holisticandhouston.com. Haley and I talk about visiting the Linda B. Johnson Space Center, riding horses through town for Rodeo Houston, and diving at the Blue Lagoon. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe. That way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 